0: Welcome to Singing the Blues.
1: I'm Dom Hansen.
0: and I'm James Marriott. We've got a lot of blues to sing. Sadly, in this um, episode of the um, of the of the podcast, it, it has been a little. It's been a little while since we were able to get together to um, to record. It was it was your birthday last week. I think you've been drinking wine ever since, which is lovely. Um, let's talk about a bit of football then um, so it's, it's been a real mixed couple of weeks hasn't it so we had I think the 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 real low point of, of the last you know the most recent period of games Burton um, Wednesday obviously losing that game quite badly couple of wins since then Bristol Rovers coming from behind against Exeter Not, neither particularly convincing um, performances um, give us as, as the guy that proclaimed Sheffield Wednesday as champions of League One in February, give us your rundown on, on how your, your take on the current period of games.
1: My hot take is that Wednesday have won three of the last four games, James, but it's not going to be enough to win the league this time around. That's pretty much where we're at right now. I think what concerns me more from the last... Six seven weeks is that the performance levels are really beginning to tail off. They, they yep. have done, and um, people will point to Barnsley being a big turning point in the season. I, I think really the game after Forest Green Rovers that you know I, I think that will give nightmares to Wednesday fans for years to come if they don't end up getting promoted this season, uh, and they have not been able to turn it around since then and. Yeah, missing key players, big players, um, and injuries have not helped them throughout the course of the season. We know that. But, you know, we we have to say that the players have got to take a a lot of flack from, you know, the standards that set when they went half a season unbeaten to then go from that to only picking up 13 points in the last 10 matches at the business end of the season. This mini wobble collapse, whatever you want to call it, it's cost them the top two and yep. this run has come at the worst possible time and you, I think we have to say and give a um, praise and give a lot of credit to Plymouth and Ipswich um, for, you know, where on this podcast talk about Wednesday shortcomings and how they're going to end up in all probability in the playoffs um, you know, the next time we record this if we're chatting about Wednesday somehow ended up in the top two, that really will be a miracle. Let's face it, it will. Um, but it's not going to happen, and I think Wednesday fans have accepted that now. But you, you've got to take your hat off to Plymouth and Ipswich, and you know, I mean, Ipswich to win 12, draw one from the last 13 matches is just incredible. But the position that Wednesday were in after 34 matches, and I highlighted it on social media the other day to go from being five points clear of Ipswich with two games in hand, with 12 matches to go, and a favourable run of fixtures, they've blown automatic promotion. There's no getting away from it. They have. It was in their hands, it was theirs for the taking. And that's why we're now having some group therapy about it, James, aren't we?
0: It is group therapy, isn't it? because it's um it's so raw for us because we're you know it's it's not over yet we're still living it we're still suffering it the inevitable. Is is going to happen, isn't it? I think we we all kind of know that. You're right in terms of the fact that it will be some kind of miracle. Like you know, we 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 kind of had almost last chance saloon was was Tuesday with both Ipswich and Plymouth having those games in hand. Plymouth against Barnsley. You kind of think. I mean, ideally, you'd want them both to lose that, wouldn't you? But you know, you think you know maybe if Ipswich lose that, then you kind of think there's a little bit of momentum. You never quite know. It only needs them to 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 to, to slip up in one more game. They have been relentless, um, and you just can't – I mean, you, you, you can't plan for that. I, I, I've mentioned a few times in the last few episodes about the fact that you did predict – way back when you said Wednesday will still have a wobble to come. Now we probably didn't expect it to be as big a wobble as it's, it's been. And you know, the magnitude of the wobbles been one thing, but you do account for that. Like you do think there will be a point where might go two or three games without a, a win or just hit a little bit of a, a difficult patch before recovery. And that buffer was there and we used up that buffer and then continued, try not to swear, continued to be rubbish. Um, but at the same time you're looking at a team that's got 90 points in the majority of seasons that would already be enough to be promoted in the in the top 2 right potential to finish on 96 points and not yeah. be automatically Promoted. This is not quite Notts County in National League level, but it's not far off in terms of that's kind of mind blowing. Like you would, yeah. you would think yeah. that should be enough. It's, it's you know you, yeah. you can in some way say, Do "You know what? It's such bad luck, such bad luck that it's, this has happened in in the season where there's two teams that are just that little bit better." But I mean, you can't I mean, get away from the fact yeah. that you're right. Five points, two games in hand. The only way you can sum that up ultimately is. it It was in our hands
1: it's very important that we don't dwell on my social media posts from february and march uh, and which one would that be because i've I've got them all
0: saved which one would that be that you don't want us to do clearly
1: when i said on valentine's day that you know we're looking at the league one champions and then a month later is when i then said that you know wednesday are going to get promoted as they're going to end up with 90 plus points And that goes back to what you say, though, of where Wednesday win the last two games, James, they're going to end up with 96. And that I don't think has ever happened before, where a team is going to miss out on the top two. And so when I was making these bold prediction statements, call them what you want, I did not account for Plymouth and and Ipswich going on the runs that they have. You've you've had on the one hand, Plymouth, the amount of late goals last minute winners that they've got the resilience that they've shown to just kept grinding out points haven't always been at the best the home form has been sensational you know mm-hmm. I you have to say that uh, you know that's been you know where the foundation of their success has been at home they've been fantastic and Ipswich you have to say made some very canny january additions and that's you know, when we're talking about the inquest at the end of the season, if Wednesday don't get promoted, we talked about it on this podcast before, about Wednesday's lack of business and then what Plymouth and Ipswich did in January. You can't say, and that no one can deny, that the signings that Ipswich made, a certain Massimo Luongo, a certain George Hurst, Nathan Broadhead, and a couple of others, and, and we know for a fact... That Darren Moore wanted to bring in new faces in January, and um, for a number of reasons they didn't get them over the line, and their squad was down by one one man in numbers. And um, um, yeah, we're not going to go on and on about that right now. But certainly, from an Ipswich perspective, that they've got stronger and stronger, and um, you look at the attacking options that they've had with Broadhead, Hurst. Ladapo and then Chaplin who's got 20 plus goals Wednesday haven't got anybody near 20 goals, Windas would have been um, had he not got injured but as we know Windas hasn't played for the last nine matches and has been yeah. a big miss and that has coincided with and another reason why when I made my statement at that point I'm not thinking that Josh Windas is going to be missing out for this crucial period, ditto George Byers. Uh, and maybe I was thinking, oh, if anything, Michael Hequa might have come back sooner than what he's ended up being. So, yeah, uh, the multitude of reasons why Sheffield Wednesday are in the position that they're in right now. And you really need to stop smiling, as I say. Right,
0: look, so, I mean, we... We made a very conscious decision several years ago when we started singing the blues that it was a football podcast. And we, we have a little bit of a laugh between us. We poke a little bit of fun at each other. But it's never about us, it's always about the football. I don't think I've ever asked you a question that's not related to football, but I feel like I should do now. What do you feel you've learned from this experience of your social media posts? Which I would point out, we're not just on Valentine's Day, but also throughout the month of March, where you also proclaimed that Sheffield Wednesday were championship round and that Darren
1: Moore had done a superb job. What, what do you feel you've learned from this experience, Dom? That I'll probably do it again. And I'll be wrong about some of the things that I put out on social media. I, I don't regret what I put. I, I think. I look, I went on um, Radio Sheffield uh, you know, nearly two weeks ago, where again, I felt like I was being put on the spot and had to be you know, justify my actions and my reasons for saying this can we just make it clear that whatever my opinions are right uh, (laughs) people you don't have to listen to my opinions most people don't as you know (laughs) i do i really do you do only as you want to you know poke fun at them you know when i have egg on my face like i've got right now but um by the same token i really think we should stress that I have not jinxed Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> I did not put the mockers on Sheffield Wednesday season with what I said over February and March. And and by the way, uh, when I put out the Wednesday Championship bound in March, this was before I think they'd lost at Barnsley. So th- when they were still on the unbeaten run. So I felt on pretty safe ground uh, at that point when I said it. Okay. But I have Let's- said before that they were going to have the mini wobble and they did. And it's just come at the, at the worst possible time.
0: You it, can't call it mini-wobble. It's not well, a mini-wobble. Well, like, it's, it's beyond, win beyond mini-wobble.
1: One win in ace is a poor run of form. Was it three wins you know, they've had from the last four? So they've picked up a little bit. But it, the problem is, it goes back to what I said at the top of the pod, which is that it's the performance levels going into the playoffs. They have got to markedly improve. For, well, yeah, you know, for when Wednesday come up against the, the level of opposition that they, you know, would have to come up against.
0: You're touching there on the situation that we now find ourselves in, which is everyone's quite downbeat at the moment. It's all about we th- we throwed it away, and yet, you know, the the realistic likelihood how this is going to play out now. Sheffield Wednesday are going to finish third, um, so you know we're in the playoffs. Will we go into the playoffs as favourites? Don't know. I mean, in terms of consistency over most of the season yeah maybe maybe so um but there's this feeling among the fan base that that's it it's over now we've thrown it away um and yet you know the season effectively is a long way from being a a total disaster because there is playoffs on the horizon so that leads us with um two quandaries one is you know Psychologically, yeah, our Sheffield Wednesday Championship Brown. You can't definitely say the answer to that is no anymore because you know the, there's there's that one in four chance if you if you if you want to look at it like that in the in the playoffs. But the other is how do you approach the next two games because you've got Shrewsbury obviously um, on uh, Saturday which is away. The, f- the following Sunday we've got Derby which could be the start of a, a, a mini you know, playoff with Derby. Which let's let's not talk about that at the moment. But let's talk about those two games. Um and I mean I guess I don't know if this is me asking your opinion or asking through your knowledge of how Darren Moore works and his brain what his likely thought is with regards to this. Because I've seen some people saying, right, rest the key players, automatics gone. Mathematically that's not true, but you know, we feel like it, it has. Rest the key players because we absolutely do not want any more injuries. Josh Windass, wrap him up in some bubble wrap. And, and and leave him in the in in, in the um in the, the, the dressing room for the next two matches. Don't even don't even risk him. Other people saying while ever there's a mathematical chance, stranger things have happened in football. So go for it.
1: I, I disagree what, what, straight where away, where are you? I disagree with you straight away on Windass and yeah I understand the importance that Windass has on this team and you look at it twenty three goal contributions He can't go into the playoffs cold, though, James. He needs some game time. And so he's got to, even if it's off the bench, he's got to come off the bench for at least one of these two matches, easing back into it. You know, you're looking at it's a couple of weeks away of the playoffs. And, And momentum, big thing in football. We talk about it a lot. Wednesday have to go get the job done against Shrewsbury on the off chance that the top two could still go to the final day, that by some miracle that Ipswich or Plymouth will slip up. They won't, but Wednesday can't go into Shrewsbury thinking, you know, anything less than that. Um I, I no, I think that we're not at the stage where for Shrewsbury there should be no thought of resting players. And I know what you're saying about the the best players, key players you know, imagine if they play this weekend, they pick up an injury, they're out for the playoffs, it'd be another body blow for Sheffield Wednesday. But Sheffield Wednesday have been dealing with injury problems all season. It's nothing new. Um for the last
0: decade. <laughs>
1: well well yeah, and it goes deeper, doesn't it? I just you know, I think that's a podcast for another day why Sheffield Wednesday pick up um so many injuries. As yeah you know, for me that is undoubtedly one of the top reasons why Sheffield Wednesday have fallen away, and why Sheffield mm-hmm. Wednesday haven't ended up in the top two is that they, you know, people will point to the squad depth, and I look at the backup players that come in. You've got the three midfielders that haven't performed when Byers has been out. You've got Jaden Brown who's come in and out of the team recently, and you've, you know, there's a number of other players. You know, like Callum Patterson's come back in; has been a big positive. Yeah. You know, he's done, you know, two in his last three games. And they missed Patterson. And again, he's another player that they they could really have done with more. Um, But yeah, no, I think for the last two matches, no, I think Wednesday have to try and finish them strongly to take a bit of positivity into the playoffs. I think that's, for me, what is vital right now for Wednesday.
0: I'm, I'm going to ask you another question. And I appreciate this is an utterly pointless question, right? It has no real bearing on anything. Um, And I'm sure there'll be people that listen to this that say, why is he even asking that? What a stupid question. And it is a stupid question. I appreciate that. But I'm I'm just interested in your perspective and I'm happy to give you mine. Um, Is it better that Ipswich and Plymouth just win this weekend, get it done, so that we could approach the game against Derby with a different mentality? If it does go to the last game of the season... We still know what the you know the 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 likelihood is 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 going to be, um, you know, is it is it better that it just gets put to bed this weekend?
1: I would have thought psychologically that the players, the coaching staff, the management at Wednesday, everybody at the club, after seeing the results from Tuesday night, they'd be automatically thinking that the top two is gone. I, I, they should, that should be I think the attitude is that um, if they can take it to the last day great but mentally they've just got to prepare themselves for the playoffs and the fact that the season could be extended by another three matches, that's what they have to look at, I, I, I don't think they can approach it any other way um, as they don't want to take the disappointment of missing out on automatic promotion into the playoffs you know, like the playoffs is Effectively, like a brand new mini season, isn't it? And we've been down this road a few too many times for our liking in the last six years, <laughs> and it hasn't gone well. And I, I do you know, what I, I honestly think that's partly what has contributed to the mood of where Sheffield F- Wednesday fans were desperate not to be in the playoffs again. You know, I, as I, you know, apart from two thousand five, that's it. Right, that was. No, we're going yep. back a long time ago for success that Wednesday had in the playoffs, and the last three, we've seen how they've unfolded, and so I think that is also where, in the back of Wednesday fans' minds, you know, the console... we're damaged
0: goods, aren't we, when it comes to um, when it comes to the playoffs? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know what the answer is to that because it, it is, it is pointless. Whatever happens is going to happen, but you know, if if we're saying all right. You know, it's so likely now that both Plymouth and Ipswich are going to get promoted. Maybe it's a blessing in disguise if it just gets done this
1: weekend. I think it is. But I think and you're right. Then, it's completely at the moment. It's been now. drawn out, isn't yeah. it?
0: We've it's it's like um, a car crashing quite slow motion at the moment, and we're still in the midst of it. You know, it's it's you know we're not we're not able to deal with the impact of it yet. We're kind of bracing ourselves for the impact of it yet. And we've known that it's been coming for probably the last two or three weeks, certainly since the Burton game felt to me like the one where it's like, I think that's it. Well, well,
1: Burton was the big weekend when you think about it. Is After the Accrington win and then results went Wednesday's way, and so you're thinking that, oh, you know, Wednesday they still have a chance. And that, you know, with Ipswich to play, Peterborough and Barnsley, away from home, back to back, that you know, the two tough fixtures, two teams, one in the playoffs, one trying to cement their place there. You know, they they could drop points. And, and that's where I go back to what I said before about you really have to give Ipswich a lot of plaudits for they've held the nerve and Sheffield Wednesday haven't done. Which is really a little bit inexcusable for me when you just think that Wednesday've got, for the average age of the squad, one of the oldest in the division... And they, they brought in experienced campaigners, players with promotion pedigree. and um, Yeah, they've had injury problems of Wednesday this season, but I, I honestly thought that they would have, have enough and they've only got themselves to blame for the position yeah. that they're in.
0: We um, This is not the time or the place to do it um, because we still don't know whether this season is going to be a good one or a bad one, do we? But... Um, there's a you know, when it, when it does come to post mortems. If we go back to right at the start of the season, we had a conversation about recruitment, Wednesday squad and stuff, and I I think I think you had a bit of a go at me because I said something along the lines of um, the. The problem with what we've done is that we've assembled a one-shot squad. This is a squad with one shot at, at promotion. There's no longevity in in this squad. It's not a squad for the future. It's a squad to get us out of division in one go. If it doesn't work, we've got a real problem because there's a whole rebuild. And if you're doing that in League One, you could be stuck in that division for several years. Now, I don't. this is not the time or the place for for this conversation because the season is still is still alive. Um but I think that there are going to be some really interesting conversations where we do need to go back and look at whatever happens now that strategy that Wednesday employed this season whether or not that really was the right way to go and particularly January we've touched on that a couple of times already let's not go over it now. Um let's let's talk about um let's talk about some potential good news then. So, so in terms of players who've been out, um, we've talked a little bit about Josh Windass. There's probably some value in um, us perhaps just kind of revisiting exactly what that situation is, where Josh Windass is, whether or not he's in contention at the weekend, what that situation is, and, and other injured players as well. So a lot of people are going to be saying, George Byers, is he going to be around for the playoffs? Is he going to be around before the end of the season? Um, same probably with... Um, Reese James. I always want to call him Nathan James. I don't even know who that is. Um Reese James. Um, you know, again, people are gonna be saying, look, is he gonna be is he gonna be around before the end of the season? Is he gonna be in contention for the playoffs? What do you know? What can you tell us?
1: Well Windas, um, I think will be involved potentially for Shrewsbury, if not Shrewsbury, I'm almost certain that he get a run out for Derby. Um Darren Moore has been very tight lipped about injuries. He certainly was pre match before Exeter, and that was a little unusual for him. I I also thought that um, he was asked by uh, Andy Giddings of Radio Sheffield about would this season be a failure if Sheffield Wednesday don't get automatic promotion, and I I, I actually thought that he um, showed signs there with, with his, the answer that he gave that you know, some will look at it and go, well, is the pressure getting to him? Or, or certainly will have looked at it, and I thought that he, his answer was a little bit. I don't know. I think he he didn't like the question. He didn't like the question, but he's got to expect the question when you know that is what this season will be determined by. And yeah, and we'll have post mortems. The, the what happens in the summer, um, we'll have those sort of debates in the summer, won't we? Um, as to how next season's going to look and the makeup yeah. of it and everything. Uh, but I think it's a perfectly valid, legitimate question when that has been the ultimate goal for Sheffield Wednesday, the promotion. And it doesn't matter how it comes. And this is why you know we're, I think, being a little bit downbeat and negative in this podcast. And we are, just because we're frustrated that Sheffield Wednesday aren't going to finish in the top two. It is important to stress that they still are going to have a big shot at promotion. And that, uh, you know, Barnsley... Peterborough Derby Bolton whoever the teams are in place they won't want to play against Sheffield Wednesday and I tell you this much they won't want to play against Sheffield Wednesday at Hillsborough in the second leg um I, you know, which is what you know will be the case Barnsley might you're also know, sort of shaking your head, Barnsley might as they've beaten Wednesday twice and they're the only team that have done
0: um, it's not but, we're not going to get Barnsley in the semis though are we that's no, that's that's the least likely one. scenario I don't even know if that's mathematically possible
1: no, it's not. I don't think. I think it's very unlikely. Barnsley look like they've pretty much. Yeah, they, they they can't finish any lower than fourth. Um, so it will be Bolton, Derby, or Peterborough that Wednesday play. Um, and what they've beaten Peterborough, they've beaten Bolton. Yep. Um, and Derby. Awful the record wins. against Derby. Yeah we, know, well, yeah, we Yeah, we know that. Yeah, um, but that's sort of going to be irrelevant, really, going into the playoffs. I don't think, you know, Wednesday's historical record against Hang Derby... Hang on,
0: let me make a note of this. Domhausen says Wednesday's record against Derby is irrelevant.
1: Right. Well, it is. In, in playoffs, it's a different sort of competition, isn't it, Like James? Over two days and, you know, I over a few days. And then you've got... I mean, go back to five years ago. Didn't Wednesday do the double over Huddersfield and then they lost... Um, you know, the two legs on penalties, you know, like fine margins. That's what it'll boil down to. It'll be the same again. Thanks. I don't, I don't, thanks. We I needed that saying. reminder. No, you're right. You're right. It's Wednesday, a fair point. It's a fair point. I don't expect whoever in the playoffs, I think you know, all the teams, and I, I don't expect anyone to be given an easy ride. I think it, they'll all be really close. Um, you just have to hope that Wednesday make home advantage count. They, they haven't done on the last two playoffs against some yeah. London Huddersfield. Um, and I think maybe, you know, what we have to hope for is that Wednesday do more in the away leg first. You know, ideally take a lead, bring a lead back to Hillsborough. You know, like we're looking way into the future here, aren't we? But like, the facts are that we want Wednesday, last two games, they are important. Try and win them both. And then you've got, hopefully, Reese James, might be available for the playoffs, you know Touchwood, you know Josh Windass almost fully fit. Big big players for Wednesday. And I tell you what, you know I, again when we're talking about Doom and Gloom, Bannon coming into form the last 7 8 games. You know when you're looking at senior players, who are the ones who've stepped up and then who are the ones that have underperformed. Well the skipper has. The skipper mm. like he did at this point last season has done exactly the same of where you know he's gone i'll put my hand up for the team and you look at the goals and the assists and his all round contribution it's been there and that's what wednesday wednesday will need you know from the creative players um but do you know what above everything else for me james i'm going to say this it's about the defense that holds the key for sheffield wednesday can they get back to keeping clean sheets the chopping and changing at the back right if they can get back to being more solid and getting back to being as dogged as they were before, they get promoted. That's what they do. But they need to have Equa slotting him back into that back three, whatever side it is. Aidan Flint has to be on it. He's been too up and down for me, a bit too inconsistent. Mm. And there's a few others that you could throw in there. But that's what Wednesday need right now. Cameron Dawson is the goalkeeper. Darren Moore's gone right. He's back in the last few games. Stick with him. Don't be throwing David Stockdale back in there. Stick with a goalkeeper,
0: yeah, and then stick yeah. with
1: the same back three when you when you've got everybody fit. That's what needs to happen. Some continuity right now. No more not, tinkering. Not, I'm
0: not sure it will happen though, will it? Because I think um, if if we know Darren Moore, it, he, he thoroughly believes it's a squad game, and 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 that. Um, for quite a long part of the season, it did work, to be fair to him. Um, the, there's a, the There's kind of a little bit of an issue there, isn't there, in that you sort of feel like we could actually probably do with another two or three games this season um, to um, just find a little bit of form. Because you write about, you know, we need to get back to keeping clean sheets only two games left like it's it's, it's we, if you keep two clean sheets in those games is that a return to defensive form it's just not enough games for there to be confidence about probably anything it's 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 just you know so kind of coming you know down to the down to the final hurdle now isn't it um let's just very quickly touch on I think anything that's not directly related to the upcoming games feels almost like a pointless conversation at the moment. But I think, you know, we, that, that you touched on that with Darren Moore, you know, has this season, whatever happens now, has this season been a success, a failure, whatever? Um, we, we've got two players in the team of the season. So Josh Windass, Barry Bannon... Barry Bannon and Darren Moore are also shortlisted for awards in their categories player of the season, manager of the season. Obviously, neither of them actually winning those, but two players in the team of the. Season, yeah, we, it, th- this season will be remembered for what happens over the next two, three, four weeks, won't it? There is no doubt about that whatsoever. But we can't take away the fact that we had we set a new club record in 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 among there, you know, poss- possibly a couple of club records in among there. So th- th- there are certainly positives, regardless.
1: Clean sheet record, twenty plus clean sheets, fantastic. Could end up with ninety six points. That would be a record points total in the club's history. No one's going to be talking about that in a no. few weeks. This season... Doesn't matter, is, does is, it. it? It's all about matter. promotion, it is. And I'm sorry, that's what it comes down to fundamentally. And, like, you know, you look at the amount of wins that Wednesday will have chalked up under Darren Moore from this season last year. Really impressive. Great. Like, very consistent. But they haven't got promoted. You know, like, that's you know, if they haven't got promoted, they haven't achieved the goal. And, um, you know, you have to say that the season will be for that point of view, a disappointment. You know, we'll look back on it, maybe in a, in five, six weeks or whatever, when it's over. And we might go, oh yeah, you know, like 23 match and beat it and run. Fantastic. Clean sheets, the points total. But this season was all geared up about promotion. It really was. And so, i they will have underachieved. They will have done. Mm. Right? And, and we can't get past that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, on, um, on Windass and Bannon being in the team of the season, no grumbles over Bannon. I, I, to be honest, I, I feel like Windass has, has had a good season, but he's then not been fit for the last six or seven weeks. I actually thought yeah. that David McGoldrick Cap Derby was bang unlucky not to be in the team of the season up front, having got 20 plus goals in a team that Have flattered to deceive for long periods. I would have been including McGoldrick, probably ahead of Windass, but that's not taking anything away from Windass. You know, as I said before, twenty-two goal contributions for a player that's not really an out-and-out centre forward. You know, he's like a more of a number ten, isn't he? Can play in a number of different positions, and he has done for Wednesday. Mm. Um, But yeah, and then Darren Moore being in the manager of the season, but Darren Moore won't be looking back fondly on being nominated for manager of the season if Wednesday don't achieve the ultimate goal he just won't be you know he'd be unsatisfied
0: Absolutely Cool right that's going to wrap us up then Um, be interesting to see what the mood is like next time we um, next time we speak it's going to be an interesting few weeks isn't it It's not Um, going to be a playoff
1: special is it we're hoping it's not going to be you know we're hoping that we'll get the miracle and that you know we're, we're talking about automatic promotion that's what we're hoping for aren't we
0: this this is not a Dom prediction, is it?
1: No, definitely right. not. Right, okay, that's fine. All I've, right. said, that's I, just I've just said we're done for, no, right, for this season. Outside chances. <laughs> no, we're done for this season.
0: Right, We're We're definitely going to leave it there. Thank you to our partners at Title Law Solicitors, who are specialists in wills, trusts, and probate. Uh, But now, if you would like an appointment with Ollie, titolaw.co.uk. On Twitter, Dom is at Domhausen. I'm at James Marriott. The show is at Dom and James. Lots of links and other information in the show notes for this episode as well. Thanks for listening. Up the owls, and we'll see you next time.